Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Okay, so before we talk to the beauties about the public inquiry, which now appears to be uh, on the rails, with everybody trying to score an empty net goal, well, the liberals are trying to make trying to blame the conservatives for there being no public inquiry, which is, uh, if you've been following this, and I'm sure you have, is pretty much an insult to your intelligence. Anyway, yesterday I, I put this on Twitter. Perfect response. At Justin Trudeau, informing premiers during televised meeting about carbon tax rebate. At Brad Wall, 306, paraphrasing. So, Saskatchewan farmers will pay the carbon tax, then your government will send them rebate checks for the tax they paid. What's the point? So I was paraphrasing what the premier said. We were able to find from 2015 the exchange between the prime minister of this country and the premier of Saskatchewan. Tom, play it. Well, the, the fact is that any revenue collected in the provinces will be returned to those provinces, and uh, the premiers uh, can uh, give uh, bonuses to farmers, can give rebates to farmers, can uh, address the concerns of their population uh, whichever way uh, they see uh, fit. I think it's extremely important that the federal government recognize the need for this flexibility, uh, and uh, that's why the fact that the revenue Revenue uh, from uh, the price on carbon pollution will stay uh, within uh, their uh, within the jurisdiction in which it's collected, and uh, the way it is returned to citizens will be determined uh, by the people who serve them directly, their premiers. So, I could, if I could give all the money back to the <coughs> he's paid in carbon taxes or she's paid in carbon taxes, what's the point? How does that change behavior? I guess that's the other concern we have. So 58 seconds from 2015, you know, once we say it, we got it. Once you say it, we have it. Then in 2018, <laughs> Brad Wall on Twitter, at BradWall306, that would be the Saskatchewan area code, he tweeted this. Usually when someone tells you to send in money, but you'll get more money back in return, it's a Nigerian prince. <laughs> Hashtag carbon tax. All right, let's talk to the beauties. Catherine Swift joins us, president and CEO of CCMBC. Uh, Linda Leatherdale. What does Linda do again? What do you do, Linda? Well, I'm still a vice president with Cambria. I know that. I just forgot the name of your company. <laughs> Good to talk to you. Good to talk to you. It's great to talk to you, Roy. Catherine, what does CCMBC mean? Oh, Coalition of Concerned Manufacturers and Businesses Canada. You're still listening. You're still thinking about the Brad Wall response to Justin Trudeau. <laughs> well, I, I remember seeing that so well. And, and Brad and I have, have uh, exchanged you know views on Twitter a number of times. And when I saw that, I thought it was just perfect. But it also showed at the time when when the carbon tax was new, of course, we, we heard all this malarkey about, oh, you'll, you'll get back as much or maybe more than you paid in because taxes always work that way, as we know. Uh, but, of course, it's been disproven that they lied through their teeth time and time again. And I, I regret Brad is no longer in politics because he was a common sense guy. Yeah, really he was. Put a head on his he's, he still is. And I, I'm sad he's no longer in politics. Yeah. His response was perfect. 
Yeah. Then what's the point? What's the point? <laughs> I will never forget that. I was watching television. I just started to laugh. <laughs> There'll be no comeback for Mr. Tudor. There'll well. be no comeback. <laughs> Michelle, uh, Michelle Simpson, former liberal member of parliament. She was actually the seatmate, as you know, if you listen to this program, seatmate to Justin Trudeau in parliament for question period, which was an amazing experience. Michelle's going to write a book about one day. Um, I've committed you to it now. Michelle, how do you think how do you think Mr. Trudeau would have responded to Brad Wall? Just I remember him looking up over his left shoulder at the Prime Minister and saying, well, What's the point? Knowing and he would have done a lot of the breathy well and every time he did that you knew that he was stumped when when he speaks like that in this breathy tone. Um, it would have been something as convoluted as his original statement. That's all I can say. That was quite the uh, quite the position that he put forward. He had a lot of trouble getting his his point out and his thought across with the premiers. He had lots of time to prepare. So if we go back, we're not going to play it again right now, but we'll play it again sometime. But, maybe maybe again this weekend. But he really didn't sound terribly convinced. Never mind convincing. He didn't sound convinced because it was garbage. It was. I mean, that's that's all there is to it. That's yeah, such a great line. What's the point? <laughs> Okay, so what's the point of a public inquiry? And what's the point of it happening in the near future? And what's the point of Justin Trudeau having accused Pierre Polyev and the Conservatives of having um, engineered the delay in, uh, in the, in the uh, public inquiry? Linda, wh- what's the point? Oh, well, exactly. But another scandal on Trudeau's behalf. Like, give us a break. This should have been instantaneous. And then... I love one of your expressions, but my expressions, yeah, and I came down Lake Ontario in a bathtub that he's blaming the Conservatives now. Like, what? You know, democracy is very fragile around the world, and we know it, and the attack is very serious. And to have stalled on this, and we're the taxpayers of this country, we're Trudeau's boss, we wanted an inquiry, and to put Dave Johnson on it, and then look at he quits. Like, okay, Roy, just another scandal, and we're not going to buy it. No, and 67% of uh, Canadians very early on told pollsters, Catherine, that it was time for a public inquiry. We know how essential it is, because now Beijing, through its branch office in Hong Kong, is putting bounties on Canadian citizens. And that's been going on for a while, too. Well, when I saw that they finally caved, and let's not forget that this liberal government fought having a public inquiry into that horrible mass murder in Nova Scotia back in 2020. And finally, public opinion was such that they had to capitulate because everybody was disgusted. And, and, and interesting enough, that public inquiry ended up having the head of the RCMP resign, Brenda Lucky. So that were I think it was called retire. But let's face it. You know, because we saw she did a terrible job of the inquiry. She did a terrible job of the inquiry. She did a terrible job. It was disgusting. And of course, she also was politically compromised because she said she was, you know, talking about the rifles and and guns used in that horrible incident uh, so that the liberals would get support for gun control, which is disgusting for a body that's supposedly, you know, arm's length independent. But I, I don't trust these liberals at all. I don't think any Canadian has any reason to trust them. They've lied so often. They've been dishonest so often. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting to see how this rolls out before I assume we're actually going to have a public inquiry. See who's put in charge of it. That'll be interesting. But the fact that the liberals were trying to blame the conservatives is laughable. I mean, this is 
the, the only people that can call it are the liberals, no matter what. And the conservatives were co- cooperating pretty much as best as they could, as were the other opposition parties, to be fair. So uh, it's it's only it, all it tells me, Roy, is, first of all, the liberals, this particular liberal government polls frantically. Every every government polls. Let's not fool ourselves. But they're, they poll frantically on every little minuscule issue. Uh, and they must have had they must have heard a lot of negatives coming back from Canadians about not having a public inquiry on this hugely important issue. I mean, compromising our democracy, that's that's kind of not chump change here, yeah, you know? Exactly. So they must have ultimately responded to that. But they're, these days they look like they're campaigning every day. They, they, they were fr- they've been frantic on all the different. Well, the polling numbers, things. the polling numbers don't favor them. We'll be talking to Daryl Bricker about that from Ipsos later no. this hour. No, but that's why, to my mind, they're they're kind of hyper hyperactive in in all these different. The some of the pride stuff was so over the top, and let's not forget Marcy Yen's menstruation bracelet. I, I still laugh every time I think of that. That they thought that was a good idea. Uh, they they just seem they they seem manic is what they seem right now, Roy. And and I'm I'm afraid this public inquiry is going to be a public circus. Michelle, what? Are you expecting to see develop as far as politics, the politics of this situation is concerned now? Because this is an important time for the political parties to gain public support or gain traction. That's what they're thinking. What do you expect from the liberals? Uh, unfortunately, more of the same. Um, as soon as I heard that Justin Trudeau had appointed a special rapporteur, uh, that was a fancy, he fancies that he's smarter than everyone in the room. And so that was like, you know, uh, that was a red flag to me. And then when it was David Johnson, he thought he was too cute by half by picking someone that had been the governor general appointed by the conservatives. The problem is he doesn't think things through, in my opinion. It's all about surface. It's all about, it's superficial. And he figures he can skate by on that. So is he, without a question in your mind, the shot caller on everything that happens for the Liberal Party and the Liberal government? Um, Not necessarily everyone, but he certainly gives a nod to all of this. Like the boys in the short pants and the PMO, you know, they're, you know, they give him ideas. And... If you don't have a lot of depth, it's easy to get um, sidetracked by um, a sleight of hand that yeah. Canadians are too smart for now. You know, we've been exposed to it for some time, so we're, right. we, we can see it coming, right? We, we know what it is. Before, yep. before it even starts, we know what's coming. Yep. Linda, what are you expecting if a public inquiry happens? What do you what do you what are you expecting? I mean, who would you let me ask you this? Who do you think? What kind of person do you think should head a public inquiry? <laughs> Somebody with integrity and honesty, and I'm saying that's very hard to find. Roy, um, I think Catherine used the word circus, or maybe you did, but I'm fearful that this is going to turn into a circus, and. Um, Again, there should have been no hesitation on this. It should have been done. Um, I think what's going on, Roy, and if I can just sort of switch it it up, I think the average 
Canadian who's been in this beautiful country for as long as I have is fed up with the mainstream politics. Uh, it seems to me that it doesn't matter who, hold your nose and vote, but when it's a conservative or a liberal and too much time in power, we end up with scandal after scandal after scandal. Everybody seems to have their fingers in the cookie jar or the taxpayers, piggies at the tax trough. They, all, they, they spend our money ruthlessly. So I think it's time to rethink the two-party system because, yes, we have the NDP. But Yeah, yeah. Um, Catherine, so it's uh, same show, uh, new actors. Same show, new actors. And people are wise to it, and maybe that's why we have such an unsatisfactory number of Canadians voting in federal elections. But who do you think would be, or what kind of person is it going to take to lead a public inquiry and satisfy the people of this country that it's the right person at the right time? It's a very good question, and I, I was thinking about it too, Roy. And first of all, I think that there should be, uh, it shouldn't only be chosen by liberals, there should be other party participation. And it's it's not just one person leading it. They should have a um, a panel of, say, three to five people. Uh, but, you know, one liberal whose name has been bandied about that I would actually trust is Erwin Kotler. He was oh, an, yeah. a, immensely effective uh, very neutrally. I mean, yeah, he was partisan. He was a liberal, but he I think he's a stellar guy. And to me, that would be someone who should join it. People like uh, people like some of these former um, Supreme Court justices, uh, Louise Arbour and um, um, the uh, uh, Beverly Laughlin over in uh, Hong Kong right now sitting on, you know, enabling China to take over Hong Kong. Uh, no, they, they would be absolutely awful. But it, 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 I think every party should be able to choose or have input into who's chosen to be on this. And instead of having one party, they should have a panel. But one other issue I wanted to mention, Roy, in terms of election interference, what a disgrace the CBC is and what they did to Danielle Smith, a dishonest story that they didn't apologize for until after that provincial election. They should be ashamed of themselves. The letters, the supposed, e- the supposed e- outlet. It was the supposed emails to the prosecutors, right? It's the story of the supposed emails sent to the prosecutors, which the prosecutors exactly. said, said right away, we never got any of this. That's right. And, and, but, they, but they let that hang out there before her provincial election. Thank goodness she won the election. And as you know, I worked with Danielle, so I know her well. But uh, I, I, when I saw how absolutely dishonest they'd been and they get a, hundred, a, a billion, 400 million from us taxpayers, what an what a absolutely disgusting institution they've become, sadly. So now you've switched us off the public inquiry. <laughs> now you've got us on well, no, defund the CBC. No, no, I, I, no, look at I get it. When it's I saw that story, I get, I know, I know. When I saw that story, Catherine, I'm right with you. I said, "Wow, you knew this was wrong, and you did nothing about it until right. after the election because you wanted it to hang out there as a potential uh, distraction for the voters of Alberta." Yep, that was right. the objective, Precisely. Michelle. How often Shame does that happen? In, how often does Shame that happen in them. politics, Michelle? all the time and how they bury stories Friday afternoon at five o'clock and they sneak things through. It's just, it it is quite awful. Okay. uh, Linda, we have 20 seconds. They're they're all yours. Take them wherever you want. Well, she just hit it. That's not democracy when they sneak in uh, bells, et cetera, like at the uh, five o'clock on a Friday and we, the taxpayers don't have to say, you know, again, Roy, let's, 
think of a new political system. There's a party out there called Consensus. It's more Northwest Territories has it, where you don't vote for the party, you vote for the person. I think we need to change our political okay. landscape. All right. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.